everyone, and a very warm welcome to Grow Your Own Way, a podcast for anyone looking to reclaim the power of their own personal growth and be exactly who they want to be. I'm your host, Kevin Roberts, and I'm a coach, learning and development professional, and growth geek who genuinely gets joy out of helping people become the best versions of themselves. Throughout this podcast, we aim to give everyone the belief that there is no one right way to grow, and hopefully we will inspire and motivate people to forge their own paths and in turn live a life that is true to them. In today's episode, we explore whether instant gratification is actually delaying our own growth. We can often seek out immediate pleasure and almost demand that we are happy right now. So we explore why that is and what impact it can have. We're also going to explore how actively delaying our gratification can set us up for success in the long run. So, if you're ready, let's get started. So today's episode is focused on something called instant gratification, which is basically acting in a way that gives us something that we want straight away. And this is a topic that I'm really deeply fascinated by. And it's one that I've had lots of conversations about. I've heard people really slate it. And then I've heard people who think very positively about it and its place in our society. Now, I'd I'd like to think I try and always view things from both sides. uh, And I do believe that a bit of instant gratification could serve you well. But the thoughts I wanted to share today are when this desire for instant pleasure can actually work against us. Now, before we get started, I think it's important to dispel a myth that only certain people have the urge or the need for instant gratification. That's not true. Uh, And in fact, it's a very normal thing, maybe far more so than we actually realize. So to begin with, I actually want to kind of delve into what is instant gratification and where does it come from? And arguably, the, the best place to start is to look at the work of Sigmund Freud, most noticeably his focus on something called the pleasure principle which in its basic terms is the tendency for humans to seek pleasure and avoid pain. Now, Freud's work suggests that this pleasure principle is led by our deepest level of subconsciousness or our id. And it's commonly known in psychoanalytic therapy that it is our id that controls our base desires, impulses and drives. And when we're born, it's the part that rules our entire personality. Now, if anyone has young children, I'm fairly confident they can attest to the fact that when a baby wants something, they want it right now. They want that instant pleasure or gratification, which is unsurprising because they're being led by that basic urge. Then as we grow and we we begin to develop other areas of our personalities, which include our ego and our superego, and they all begin to develop and to take shape. Now, these elements of our personalities are crucial as they work to keep a lid on our base urges. So we learn through our cultures, our environments, our experiences, what actions or behaviours are appropriate and which urges we should or should not act upon. Now, it's really important to know whilst we can control those urges, those impulses are still there. Every single one of us has that primitive focus on the pleasure principle, which is why you'll hear phrases like fight your impulses or resist the urge. Our basic subconsciousness is telling us to do something right now as it will give us pleasure. And it's actually the other elements of our personalities that judge whether that's appropriate or not and decide whether we act on them or not. So when we talk about instant gratification, that's not a new thing. Uh, It's hardwired into our brains. And when we act on those urges and get that pleasure immediately, our brains love it. And they prove they love it by releasing the pleasure hormone dopamine. So not only is our subconscious now satisfied that we've got pleasure immediately, but now our body is loving these additional hormones that make us all feel wonderful. And that is instant gratification. And you can see why people repeat short-term gains, those immediate senses of satisfaction, because our brains are almost rewarding us to do it. 
And all of this science is so powerful that it's even kind of worked its way into consumerism now too. It's no surprise that companies provide more instant services than ever before. They promote their super fast delivery. Uh, If we have to wait longer than a day, we're just not interested. We have companies that can get fast food delivered to us within half an hour. And we can stream a film, watch a box set, read a book, all online and all immediately. And imagine the hits of dopamine that we're getting every time we get something we want right away. And all those things that I've talked about, they, they may not be bad. If I want to enjoy a film right now because it'll make me happy, why not? So you can definitely see the positive sides of this instant gratification. It helps to meet our basic needs and it is making us happy. However, I begin to take issue with instant gratification when it begins to get in the way of our personal growth. And this tends to manifest itself in two key ways. One is that we focus too much on short-term pleasure and ignore the longer-term goals or possibilities. And then the other is that we try something new, but we don't see immediate results, so we just give up. And both of these ways are signs that our focus on instant gratification is holding back our growth. And this can have dramatic results. Now, to help bring this to life, I want to kind of share some research on the topic with you. Uh, And believe me, there has been plenty. But I'd like to tell you possibly about the most famous research of all on the topic. If anyone has read the book, The Marshmallow Test, you'll be familiar with this story. A professor at Stanford University called Walter Michel conducted a series of experiments that are now referenced across the globe. His research was to test the impact of children acting on this pleasure principle and the impact that could have later on in life, especially for things like health, work uh, and their general lifestyle. And he did these experiments on hundreds of children and he wanted to see those differences for those who sought out instant gratification as opposed to those who were able to delay that pleasure. And the way that he conducted these experiments was to invite a child into a room, sit them down, and then place a single marshmallow on the table in front of them. He would then tell them that he'd be leaving the room, and if the child did not eat that marshmallow whilst he was gone, he would give them a second marshmallow upon his return. But he also said if they ate that marshmallow whilst he was gone, they wouldn't get a second one. So put simply, the child could have one marshmallow now, or two marshmallows later. And then he left the room for 15 minutes and recorded how the children behaved. Uh, did they eat the marshmallow straight away or did they, they fight the urge for as long as they could? Uh, then just give in or were they able to wait? Uh, and this exercise has been repeated so many times and a lot of the res- results are published. So if you've had a quick search on YouTube for the marshmallow test, uh, you'll get some videos and some of the reactions are wonderful. Uh, you will see children just going through so many emotions just trying to avoid eating the marshmallow because they want the second one. So if you do get some time, it could be worthwhile checking out. But the question you may be asking right now is, how does that experiment tell us anything? And I agree, the experiment itself wasn't that remarkable. Uh, I mean, it just showed how many children would delay pleasure to get a bigger reward later on. But what did that actually prove? Well, actually, the remarkable part came when they correlated the results of the experiment years later. They revisited the children who took part in the experiments and compared their development. And it is here that you see such a clear and obvious correlation. Those children who delayed their pleasure, who waited for that second marshmallow, had higher exam scores, lower levels of substance abuse, a lower likeliness of obesity, better social skills, and generally better scores in a range of other life measures. And it's not just a case for this one piece of research or this one experiment. Every time you see this, this, this experiment repeated, the results say the same thing. Now, you can say it's the coach inside of me or the growth geek or whatever it is, but I love this experiment and what those results tell us. And it's mainly because it tends to give weight to a question that I ask, which, spookily enough, I've used as the title of this episode, which is, 
Is instant gratification delaying your growth? And I love that question and I love the research because it suggests actually, yes, yes, it does. So you may be thinking right now, well, this is all well and good, Kev, but how does this relate to the real world? Uh, it's a very good question. So let's look at some examples. So the first example is when we kind of say that instant gratification causes us to give up on goals if we don't see immediate impacts. So see if any of these things sound familiar. Um, oh, I've worked out every day this week. Why do I not have a cracking set of abs yet? Or I've had salad three days in a row. Why have I not lost weight? Now, as I say those, I know good people are going to be smiling. Granted, they are extreme statements, but we've, chances are we've all said something very similar. I know I have, and that's the impact of, of, of immediate gratification. But also, let's actually look at the snap decisions that we make too. Maybe you're trying to be healthier or lose a bit of weight. Uh, you can have a food plan in place and know exactly what you're supposed to eat for the rest of the week. But then you get the option of having a takeaway or a giant piece of chocolate cake. You know, if you say yes to those options, you're going to get so much pleasure you know you're going to be happy, especially with all the extra dopamine running around your body. But how does that help your long-term goals? If you were to say no to that split decision and work towards that longer goal, could you have a greater level of satisfaction? And these scenarios occur all the time. Do you press the snooze button in the morning and get that instant gratification or drag yourself out of bed and go for that run or go for that workout? Do you spend another 10 minutes laughing at online videos or do you crack on with that piece of work? Do you say no to that lavish spending spree that will make you happy short term? Or do you save money for the new house or the new car? Our lives are full of these moments where we have to decide between instant or delay gratification. Well, I mean, we've all heard the phrase short term pain, long term gain. And that is people promoting delayed gratification. And it's really important to note that these decisions that we make um, as a one off, they, they may not seem so big or so bad. We could have had a bad day uh, where we could be celebrating, we could be feeling sad. And we're making these decisions consciously that we need that instant hit, that instant hit of positivity. And as one-offs, they are not terrible decisions. But what happens if you make that decision time and time and time again? What happens if when every time you are presented with a choice for instant gratification, you say yes? And what you'll see is you begin to set these habits of focusing on short-term gains and immediate pleasure. But how far does that help get you in the long run? How far will it help you towards health goals or towards a new career or a new skill? How will it help you in relationships? Well, let's find out. We can aim to get the answer of uh, the question for the episode and see if instant gratification is delaying your growth. Uh, and I have an exercise which I love to do with people. And quite often it gives like a eureka moment for people. Now, as I talk through this, you can do it in your mind as I talk through it. But I always do recommend dedicating time to this uh, as you'll always get better results. So you can pause as we go through or you can revisit, come back to it later on. But it is a really, really effective exercise. Uh, and we're going to be reflecting on our past. So give yourself a time scale that you want to cover. Um, it could be the last week, the last month, the last year, completely up to you. I often encourage people to go back to a point where maybe they think their personal growth slowed down or where their progress began to dip a little. So have that time scale in your mind. And I'd like you to think back as many times as possible where you opted for instant pleasure over delayed gratification. Consider things like how often did you order a takeaway when you had healthy food in the fridge? How often did you stay in bed instead of working out? How often did you surf social media instead of learning a new skill? Or how often did you maybe ignore an issue in a relationship rather than talk about it? Now, depending on how far you're going back, this could take a varying amount of time. Um, if you wanna pause, please do it now and then crack and press play once you've finished the exercise. And when you're finished with your list, you'll have a selection of decisions. And now look at them, look at them individually. And I'm guessing they all seem like really rather small decisions, right? 
There's no big things there, just small decisions that you've made. And those decisions don't really have an impact as an individual decision. However, this next question and the next part of this exercise is often a very difficult one. And this really, really relies on you being honest with yourself. Um, If you're not honest, then you're already impacting yourself here, no one else. So really do think about it. Now look back to each one of your decisions and ask yourself, what could have happened differently if you had made the decision to delay gratification instead of that instant hit? What could have happened if you had acted in a different way? If you hadn't had a takeaway each week, what would be different now? If you hadn't spent so much time on social media every evening, how else could you have spent that time? If you had had taken time to talk about your relationship instead of dusting it under the carpet, what could it look like now? And like I said, this can be quite a difficult exercise. Sometimes it gives us answers that we don't really want to see. But I promise you, once you've answered those questions, just have a look and see what your results are telling you. What common themes are you seeing? And like I say, there may be some unexpected answers, but there will also be some really insightful ones. And I love hearing people tell me their responses of this exercise. Um, I think people say things like, maybe I wouldn't have put this weight on. Someone said to me that I would have been ready for that job interview. Um, people have said, I want to feel better about myself. My relationship will be stronger. Trust me, I could go on and on and on and on here. There are so many great examples that people have come to me after this exercise. So I'll ask you the question, is instant gratification delaying your growth? I can't answer that, only you can. Look at your answers and you tell me, is it delaying your growth? Now, of course, I could just like end the episode there, but I don't want to leave it there. I think it's important that we do something with that information. Uh, Right now, there seems to be an obvious question to answer, and that is how can we be better at delaying that gratification? What can we do to motivate ourselves to focus on the long-term joy rather than the short-term pleasure? I'm going to share some thoughts, but please don't take these as gospel. The, The actual answer is whatever works for you. You can do your own research. You can find things that work for you. But I'll just give you five quick fire tips and hopefully they can kind of give you some inspiration. So here we go. Number one is to set yourself some realistic expectations about when you could begin to see results. Now, this is really important is it allows you to defer your gratification to a set timescale. And when you can do that, it gives you more motivation to pass on those quick hits of pleasure. So consider your current behaviors or your skill sets or your competence Think about how far away you are from that and where you want to be and take a realistic expectation about how long will that take to get there. And when you set that time scale, you'll find out actually you're you're almost giving yourself a reason to delay your gratitude. You're giving yourself a deadline to delay your gratification too. So number two is to simply start small. Now, this works incredibly well if you have multiple habits that you want to change or if there's a large gap to your desired goal. So sometimes people can try and change everything at once. Um, There are multiple areas of our lives that we kind of want to make these positive changes, which is wonderful in kind of theory. But what that means is you're actually ignoring pleasure in four, five, six areas of your life. And that can be a huge shock to the routine, which is why when people maybe try and change everything at once, they, they maybe struggle. So instead, why not try to change one thing? Could be small, but just build from there. And that is crucial to creating these newer healthier habits which leads on to number three which is to try and delve into the science of setting habits when we talk about actively delaying your gratification that's not a one-off task it's not a one-off thing and you do it it's fixed or he so set yourself up for success and really understand more about the mechanics of setting new habits i mean there's a lot of work there's a lot of research out there if you want a recommendation, my favorite on the, on the topic is a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. It is a phenomenal book. I think it's the resource to have uh, if you want to set a new habit. And after all, habits are the foundations that all future actions, decisions, 
and behaviors are built on, including whether we delay the gratification or not. So number four, um, I almost feel like I'm doing top of the pops giving hints like this, but anyway, number four is to take it easy on yourself if you have acted on the impulse to get instant gratification. The fact is that we all cave into those urges, whether it's for a, a takeaway or a cheeky chocolate cake. The difference comes in whether you let that one decision impact the rest. I've seen people write off the rest of the day or the rest of the week or the rest of the month because they've had one takeaway or they've missed one workout, made one mistake at work. And as I said right at the start of this episode, it is natural for this pleasure principle to be so present. So just give yourself a break if you do make that choice because being kind to yourself will make it so much easier to reset sooner rather than later and get back into those positive habits. Uh, And for number five, and my closing thoughts for today, would be to celebrate when you actively choose delayed gratification. Because it's not always easy. It's not always easy to say no to short-term pleasure to get long-term gains. So whenever you do make that decision, celebrate it. Really give yourself the credit you deserve when you are able to resist those principal urges and actually look for your future growth. And and this is such an important thing to end on. It it can be too easy to look at delayed gratification as missing out uh, on all of these things that you actually want. Uh, You say things like, I can't have that or I shouldn't have that. But when you begin to celebrate your decisions, what you're doing is you're taking ownership. You are owning your decisions and you are being proud of your decisions. And when you do that, what you're actually saying is that you are owning your growth. Those long-term goals, those things that you are striving for, those things that you are passionate about and that will mean the world to you are far more important than a quick five-minute hit of instant pleasure. And that is a wonderful position to be in and can only, only strengthen your growth for years to come. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Like I said at the start, I adore this topic. Hopefully that's come across and hopefully you've enjoyed hearing about it too. And I really do hope that you tried the exercise. If you didn't manage to do it whilst we were talking through, please revisit this episode later on and just give that exercise a go. It really, really does make a difference. In other news, I've been receiving some lovely comments on on the content recently. So thank you for everyone that's reached out to me. Please keep your thoughts coming in. I love hearing them. And of course, if there is a topic that you would like to hear about, just let me know. Uh, I'm always looking for inspiration. You can find me on LinkedIn or, or yet again, just search for official Grow Your Own Way on Instagram. Also, remember the usual podcast request, please. Like, rate, and subscribe to the show. All of these really helps get the podcast out there. Uh, and you never know who could benefit from you taking the time to share it. But for now, I'd like to say thank you for listening. Uh, my gratitude is always on high when I see my listeners downloading episodes. I hope that you all stay safe and well, and I will speak to you on the next episode of Grow Your Own Way. Goodbye.